Yeah, right. my, is my uh, game good also? Yeah, you're good. You're better now. Okay, for sure. All right, so good again, like always? I'm in the kitchen. I'm not cooking, so. Oh, okay. Five, four, three, two. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Cali Brick Click, episode 55. And before we get into the introductions, like always, remember you can find this episode on all previous episodes on Spotify and anywhere else you can find podcasts. And like always, we have Claire, who's in her kitchen. Boop, boop. Silence. Thumbs up. We got yeah. Ninja. Rick's Ninja. I'm sorting over here. That was a way better intro so far. I just got to say. Oh, it's, a, it's a better than last time, apparently. <laughs> I, I just realized we don't have names on here. Whoops. And uh, today, though, wow. we have Ezra. Ezra builds Lego as your Insta handle, right? And then, yeah. and then you went static on me right at that moment. Oh, okay. So his audio kind of sucks on his end. That's his bad. So whatever. That's your army for you. Technology and oh. don't mix. Let me, let me, let me. Do that in and out thing. Cold blooded. I'm just like talking trash about the army because he's army, Dang, and was, he can't hear it. That was actually like pretty good timing right there. That was good, right? <laughs> there he is again. Boom. Radio check. Can you hear us now? No, it's still static. I don't know what's yeah. going. It's only it's only shy. Does everyone oh, else hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah, no, it's everybody. Hang on. Radio check. Yeah, I don't know. It's still doing it. Okay, we're good now. Yeah, yeah sure. Seems good. All right, cool, awesome. All right, so. Smart as the average tanker. Wow. All right, so we have Ezra Builds Lego for this week. And uh, Ezra, tell us a little bit about yourself because you're in the YouTube space. You come from the Instagram world. Uh, Like we said said in previous episodes, we're kind of trying to merge the the two communities together. So you're another person in that community that is now here. So tell us about yourself. Um, well, like like he said, I'm I'm Ezra Builds Lego. Uh, I'm a 40 year old AFOL from Southern California. Yeah. Um, I like a lot of folks. I got back into Lego with this pandemic mess. I started as a way to hang out with my kids, and it snowballed ridiculously. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Right. It just it gets out of control so fast. Now I'm sitting here the other day, I was looking at all my Lego and sorting and stuff. And I looked at my wife and I'm like, if, if 10 year old me would see me now, he'd be so freaking proud. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think, I think child us would love what we're, what we have in, like right now. Child us would be like, you've made it. You're living yeah, exactly. the dream. You did it, bro. You did it. You did it. <laughs> I don't know about the married part, but like, <laughs> uh, oh. That's that part is that part is like is, is a good spot. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I I'm a lover of all things nerdy, particularly Marvel and uh, Diesel Punk type stuff, like airships and mechs and alternate history. So yeah, I I really started kind of dipping my toes into the Lego thing with a couple of mech builds, and then came the Atalanta. So uh, several years ago, I did a, an art piece on my ship uh, that started with the captain. And the ship was actually a background piece. And um, when this pandemic thing kicked off, I was like starting to accumulate Lego. And I was like, you know what? I want to build an airship. I want to build a flying pirate ship. And my wife's like, yeah, whatever. So I'm like, what do you mean whatever? And she's like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, watch me. So Dude, It's an impressive ship. I mean, Ninja and I both have seen that in person. And I think it's one of the best you. ships I've ever seen as a mock. That's like... Oh, yeah out there Thank like you. that's actually steampunk especially steampunk. yeah it's unique yeah exactly mm-hmm. um, it's not just I, i'm boat. pretty proud of her uh she's pretty big and right now she's in a horrible state and she's all torn down the masts are down um i have part of the rear deck off wait doesn't that normally <laughs> come off didn't you take that no. out for us last time oh no no 
No. Now, did that uh, all break during uh, transportation, or did you just break it down, well, or it just got missed? A lot of it came off during transportation because the drive back from Colorado—that was the last convention I took it to—was Colorado. Um, the drive back from Colorado was kind of hard on it, but mm. it wasn't too bad. I mean, as you can see, she's still pretty much intact. It's just little details that aren't there, um, like the masks and stuff, and that's. They're just laying there. I could stick them back up. I'm just lazy. I didn't need to ask you this in person, but that sh- your ship, is it modular? Can you take it apart easily like the Titanic? Or is it one huge thing? Oh. Would you put that in consideration in transportation? Keeping in mind having to move it consistently. To make um, it I did you. build it with keeping in, with moving it in mind. Okay. Um, but I decided to make it a single sturdy piece okay. rather than modular. Because of the challenge of making something that big swooshable. Ah, um, okay. Because technically she is swooshable. Yeah, if no, you can, <laughs> yeah, if you can lift up and swoosh around an 80 pound airship. If you got the guns for it. Sheesh. Speaking of guns, you're a veteran too, right? Yes, sir. Who are you with? Third Infantry Division, U.S. Army, 2006 to 2011. And you're a tank. It was a, a tank, <laughs> M1A1 Armor Kerman. With Delta Company, 4th Brigade, 64th Armored Division. I even have my guide on. <laughs> is that a guide on that you stole or is that a guide on that you bought and made? Oh, no comment. Never mind. I'm Anyways. not supposed to have my guide. <laughs> anyway, How did I get there? Just How did that get there? It was reappropriated. <laughs> That's so bad. Should have joined the Marines. You could steal a lot of things. Um, <laughs> we don't steal in the Army. We reappropriate. <laughs> nice. Tactically acquire would be the tactically acquire. Nice, yeah, there you go. That's right. Tactically yeah. acquire. Well, it's also good seeing other veterans on like the Lego space because for a while I thought I was alone, and recently within the past two years, it's good. Like I've seen more come out of the woodwork, so it's good. We to even see. have an acronym. We're VFOLS. <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs> I've only heard that once, and and like like a year and a half ago, I've never heard it again until like right now. Nice. I love it. I think it's hysterical. Everyone's weekend or week been since getting those extra hours. Got to cover for that uh, that little vacation I took. I guess right. Well, yeah, you got a job. (laughs) That's a terrible habit. Yeah. Terrible. No, I'm good. Uh, We were in Ohio for a bit. We're back now. It's nice to be back. And then Sands is going to Brick, Alabama, so he's excited for that. He's leaving tomorrow. Back. We're getting back ready for convention season, which for us means going uh which i'm excited about but um yeah and so i don't know it kind of feels like you know now it's 2022 we get to get to look forward to chicago and virginia and and that'll be a lot of fun so i'm for sure going to chicago the family's coming but not to the convention i'm going to the convention Nice. So, so it looks like what's because since, since Brick Mania's World War Brick is like right after that, like the following weekend, we're gonna go to Chicago and then drive to Minnesota for World War Brick, like right after that, mm-hmm. spend like a week on the road. I think it'll be pretty fun. It was a good way to yeah. merge like a family trip and something I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we did with Colorado. Oh yeah. So what what convention were you just at in December? Um, I was at Brickfest Live in Colorado Springs, which was a three day out, three day back drive. From Orange County, California. Up to 15 the whole way? No, God, no. We actually took 66 as much as we could. I don't know about you, but I have a very hard time driving on busy highways, especially if there's debris in the middle of the road. Oh, yeah. That, I, 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 I totally understand where that's coming so from. So I prefer side roads. They just make me more comfortable. And I really don't like driving in the city, especially like certain parts of like Garden Grove, Gardena. All those areas just look a little too familiar. I get it. 
<laughs> See, that's how I feel about driving on the freeway it. with all the traffic. I'm like, I'd rather just take the side streets. My brother's like, just take the freeway. It's fast. I'm like, I don't like to stop and go. I just it wanna... used to be. Plus, people can't drive. They don't fill up their blinker fluid. I don't know what's going on right now. Oh, my God. We were coming back from Compton today, and people were driving us crazy on the 91. What were you doing in Compton? I'm just kidding. Don't need to answer that question. <laughs> if it's Lego related, that'll be dope. Because if you went to the hood for Lego. For both lots. Yeah, I right? went to the hood to buy food for this guy. Oh, oh nice. This is my dragon, Bumpy, the chubby lizard dance. <laughs> he was making a, for anyone who's listening to this right now, we have a lizard on the screen who is now shaking his belly. Yeah, so we named him Bumpy after the little uh, dinosaur from from Cretaceous. Cr- yes, <laughs> nice, nice. I love that show. You're so bad. Love that show, but like it's a, it's really good. Jurassic World, Camp Cretaceous on Netflix. It is really actually, good. It's my really kids good. Are- absolutely love that show because at first you don't really know like when is this happening but kind of links up the movies together and you're like oh yeah. look there's blue but like you know it's it's oh, it's really good it makes me excited for lego sets i was like man this is an emotional roller coaster when i put it on it's like, it is it's like really oh my god it is. The gate? oh my gosh guys. right <laughs> no people die on that show yeah like it's, it's a kid's everybody, show everybody yeah. but the kids <laughs> Die. Yeah, it's gnarly. Speaking of Jurassic World, check this set out. All the separate pieces. I found the the front end and some of the rotor blades, the tail with the sticker, and then the side stickers. Like I found all the crucial stuff. So I was able to rebuild the whole thing with whatever missing stuff I had, but I got the rest of the instructions from Lego.com and finished off the helicopter no it's a it's a good set mine didn't last that long it probably lasted like a, a week and then it was in pieces that i can't find <laughs> yeah we were able to get the nose back but i mean whatever it's in my kids collection at this point isn't it funny how our kids always seem to have a separate lego collection it is yeah then my wife gets pissed about it so it's like they just end up in the office why do you have all these toys if you don't let the kids play with it because they break shit Speaking of children and conventions, I was just at Brick LA this past weekend, and there were no kids. In fact, it was adults only, and it was private, and it wasn't. No, there were no. There was no public day, so it felt very weird, and I didn't like it. I, I, I've mm. been to Brick LA before, and it's it's really really fun. It's it's very builder based. It's not. Uh, there are a lot of games and a lot of like mocks and stuff like that that, that I think Brickfest doesn't do. I think Brickfest is more for like playing with kids which is dope too but this one really felt odd to me when it was just adults and not to say that it was a problem with any of that mm-hmm. because like it, it was cool to be to have a little bit more intimate conversations with like fellow builders and stuff like that and then like kind of talk the process when they're actually setting up during the day and not have mm-hmm. to worry about someone destroying and walking away from your place uh but after like a couple hours of that it was just like now what <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, did, like, it, so, did it start to get competitive, like in the sort of like a one up so, so kind thing. of way? Yeah. So that was the thing that I definitely felt. So I knew mm-hmm. I knew a lot of the builders that were there. I met them before. I don't I don't think they were trying to one up each other, but they're definitely it definitely felt like a sense of elitism between them and some other people. So so my, my friend and I, Daniel, so Papa Bear. We just wanted to go to war with each other. Since it wasn't public, we didn't do what we wanted to do. We just like, you know what, screw it. Just put our arms against each other and call it a day. Call it easy. But when we were, we, we didn't have a generic plan doing this. We we're just like, you know what? Just bring everything you have. We're just going to build on the spot. 
So we're like, okay, cool. So we brought three casts together. And we literally put it together. We spent entire night there building it. And then next morning, we didn't finish it till like 10 o'clock the next day. So merging six castles together and then setting up our army. We had a blast doing it. Like we were making up stories, having fun. And then when we were done, we're like, dude, remember when you were a kid and you used to play with toy soldiers and stuff? You would imagine like your 10 soldiers were like an army of like 50,000. This is like the closest thing to that. Cause I'm looking at all this and I'm like, I see like there's 900 minifigures on this table, 900. Like we said and earlier, like, oh, you would be like, oh, no. I'm proud of you. Right. <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm like, this is dope. Like, like we, we're this whole storyline, just like maneuvering the minifigs and positioning them and forming up in different ways to make a storyline. We had like a blast. And I, th- I feel like only a certain amount of people appreciated that at the convention. And none of the elite builders that were there gave two rats about the figs. All they cared about were my trees. The techniques you used to make yeah. the trees. That was it. They Everything is about NPU. Yeah. They didn't give a crap about the 600 Black Falcons that are formed up and all the stories and things that you can find. All they cared about was like, oh my God, your trees. How did you do that? And that's all they talked about. Not one mentioned anything else. Not th- look, then again, there were people. I that mean, they were nice trees. Yeah, they are nice trees. I'm proud of my trees. But like, I was just like, damn, this isn't as fun as I thought it would be. And then, and then we came back to like, if there were kids here, they would love this. It's a bunch of minifigures. You can't go so, wrong with that. <laughs> as far as how many people were there, com- like, how do you think it was compared to um, Brickfest? Like, do you think they it was necessary for it to be just VIP? I mean, yeah, like, Brickfest is like open to the public. There are like over, there are thousands of people that went in there. Yeah, uh, here there was like a hundred and fifty total. Wow, yeah. That's it was kind of it was thing. very like, okay, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I'll come back later when my game's That's up. So um, weird. It was it was like like I said, it was fun. It was cool. You got to like talk to people that you wouldn't normally talk to unless you were all there during the building day. You know what I mean? So you get to really like have a conversation with people that you don't normally speak to. So that was cool. But like, yeah. I could have done that in one day, honestly, just one day of that, that would have been fine. I, having it scattered between two and a half days was just like, okay, this was a little much. And, you know, like, and I was really there just kicking with Daniel and like two other people who I really know, like we kicked it with each other pretty much the whole time. Went, went out to eat, went to kick it, uh, looked at, looked at everybody's builds, but we could have done that in like four hours kicking with each other, like spread loading that whole time. And like the, the whole public aspect of it was completely like missed. And I was just like, I get it. Like they weren't allowed to, they didn't have the insurance for it. And a lot of that had to do with like COVID restrictions and then the, the convention center. But it was, it was just like, damn, I, I, I had two things. One, I missed the kids. And then two, the sense of like, I'm in a different level than you was definitely felt. Oh, no boy. I definitely felt that. I'm like, dude, I'm not trying. You just brought minifigures. I just just Um, like my minis. (laughs) It's cool. No, it's fine. But that also brought me back to something that you said too, because a while back I asked you, are you coming to Bricks LA? And I, I, I asked a lot of people that same question I know that normally would go and showcase something. And a lot of them said no. Um, one, because there's, it's a, there's no public day, but for you yep. specifically, you're the only one that said it's because the kids won't be there. And that kind of resonated with me a little bit because that reminded me that ultimately this thing's for like, is, is a toy. We all, we all love it for what it is and what we can do with it. There's a sense of innocence that like we all have when we 
play with this product and and, and however way possible that is is missed when not reminded that it's a children's toy i agree with that you know what i mean um i i personally i know it exists on the internet um and i've seen it you know people using lego involving it with rule 34 basically and um it, it just doesn't strike me right because lego is for everyone that aspect of it is just distasteful to me when i heard i heard other builders like oh are you coming to bricks la it's going to be great there's going to be no public i was i was thrown off by that because i was like i I thought we did this to inspire the public not to measure ourselves to each other you know but i'm not a competitive person either you know i do what i do and i'm happy with what i do and if people don't like it they can pound sand yeah it, it really is for the kids you know i i have two sons and i started back on this because of them as much as they drive me crazy i try to do this hobby with them i try to take them to the conventions um i mean you have kids too so you know how difficult they can be there is something about the the wonder and and joy and awe from a child's perspective that really inspires me and without that aspect of it in the convention, I kind of don't see the point. There was a there was a moment where so the way the Bricks LA was was housed, it was in like the old like the smaller smaller rooms, but there's multi levels. Yeah, and there's this one level where yeah. you can access just because it's a stairway, so you can go from one level to the other without going to the bottom level where the where the mocks are. So a father and son made it to that one level. And the kid like was trying to see all the mocks, but he couldn't because he was he wasn't allowed in there. Even though he was like not up close, you can still see like the magic and innocence in his eyes and amazement of what he sees. I just felt bad that he couldn't come up close to it. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like the biggest tease ever. Right. Yeah, and you know, and it's my wife tells me that all the time. She's like, when you tell the kids they can't touch your Lego and you have like all this great Lego in your room, and I'm like, Okay, fine. Yeah, double-edged sword right there. I have kicked my kids out of the room for their, a week just so I can get it clean. It's <laughs> only like Charlie in the chocolate factory. She says, <laughs> only, "Only to mess it up myself." Like I literally had it clean for a day, and then I started. I'm working on my city right now, so I'm working on rock work right here, and I rearrange a lot of stuff. So my room's a mess. <laughs> okay. My okay. whole area is an absolute disaster right now. And I'm like being so lazy about putting the ship back together. Um, I have a 50 plus pound bin of unsorted bulk that I just, I don't want to touch. I don't think a lot of people like touch bulk. Bulk is very overwhelming when you like have to organize it. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you don't know where to start. Yeah. I take it. What I do, I get a scoop. I I take a a pad cup, get a scoop and take, take a scoop by scoop. So, so you said earlier that you, you, you primarily do brick fests. Is there Those reason? are the only ones I have done, yeah. Is there is there uh, a reason to that, or is that just the ones you've done? Those are the ones that came up locally to me first, mm-hmm. being in Southern California. We don't have a whole lot of options like some of the other areas. Right. I don't think we have a lot of big options. We have options. They're just not. They're not we as don't have a lot of big options. Well, That's you know, true. I think a lot, of, a lot of that has to do with, like, um where the mass of influencers are both in like on social media Oregon. People, yeah because people see those 
right. and, you know, they, they fought to them. Like I had to like Google it here to find something like that. You know yeah, I, mean? I did too. And the first thing that came up was Brickfest. Yeah. So Pasadena, I was like, well, that ain't far. I'll go to that one. So that was kind of how that all came to be. And then we, we had a really good experience with um, Pasadena, you know, um, the event coordinator, she was awesome. And, you know, I got to meet your crazy self and a bunch of other folk. And it, was, it was a really good time. So, you know, and it got my wife on board, which is probably the most important win of all. Yes. Yeah, check. that's true. Yeah. There I don't know. I, my wife told me the other day, like, I know you want me to like this stuff, but I don't. <laughs> like, okay but it's cool Put the nail in the coffin she's like she's just like yeah that's cool i'm not gonna get into it i'm like all right that's fine i'm totally cool my wife likes it but she doesn't like that it's in our bedroom at the moment mm. yeah no that's my yeah. problem right now no, so i don't have that problem <laughs> she and she also likes making jewelry out of lego and dots she's really into like hey. the dots jewelry and stuff gotta run oh, dots She's sitting over there playing GTA Online right now and giggling at y'all. <laughs> She's in there too. What are you I was giving her crap about it. I'm like, you're a gamer. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, you play Red Dead Online. You play GTA Online. You play The Sims. I'm like, you are a gamer. Hey, she's she like being labeled like that, didn't she? Oh, the label. It's a label. Because yes. you no label her. That's why, dude. Oh, wow. 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 This is cotton. Look, it's like you're, it's a much bigger, long-haired cousin. She's a Maine Coon. She's 20 pounds. He's like 8 pounds. (laughs) Yeah, she's enormous. And she likes to come and sit on my chest at night. Oh, my God. And I can't breathe when she does it because she's humongous. She's so cute. Look at how you're you're like, why are you grabbing your teeth? (laughs) She's like, stop. Stop. She hates it. (laughs) She's like, you're lucky the camera's She's on. so mad. She'll never do anything. Never, ever, ever. Oh, yeah. Mink Coons are sweet like that. He'll, like, yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but she's, she's big and gigantic and dumb and scared of her own shadow. Did you get the <laughs> Did you get the tiger? <laughs> did you get the tiger? The the tiger set with the little... Yes. With the, the anatomically correct uh, flower piece. You didn't get it? it? That thing like sold out. Like my Lego store sold it's out. Doing of it. the audio like, thing day. again. Oh, your thing sucks. Let's kick you out again. <laughs> no bueno. This is the army. No, guys. I hear you, but it's not through the headphones. <laughs> oh my god. You had a higher ass score than I did. You had a higher ass fab score. Really? Really? I had a ninety-six. And you became a tanker. Yeah. So that just proves that ASVAB is not an intelligence test. It's not. <laughs> but <laughs> you had a 96 and you became a tanker that's what every single nco i ever had said to me and my wife you had a 96 asvab and you became a tanker and i'm like yeah i wanted to blow shit up could have gone intel or something <laughs> whatever anyways going back to the thing so was there another reason why you didn't you didn't do bricks la aside from the whole kids thing or um, was that primarily it well, it also fell on my wife's birthday, and we decided to go up to Monterey for her birthday. Oh, okay. And uh, I was going to do a collab with a particular Lego master who was not in attendance. So because he was not in attendance, I was like, well, screw it. If you ain't going, I'm not going. There are three others there. 
Yeah, but this dude and I were gonna do a collab, so I was. Uh, I'm not gonna name names, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I I knew he wasn't coming down, so. Yeah, he couldn't get the time off work, so I was like, "Well, then I'm just gonna take my wife to Monterey." Yeah. So oh, that makes sense. We went whale watching, and I got seasick for the first time in my life. Oh, that sounds fun. Do, do you normally sail the great oceans? Yeah, I'm from San Pedro. Oh, that's right. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Get, it's not Los Angeles to you. No, but when you get older, it's like your inner ear goes. So. Oh, Is that yeah, what it is? And your hearing sucks. Yeah, there's like a your eustachian tube. Basically, does there's this like fluid in your ear that like um, gives you like a sense of balance. It's like it's almost like a counterweight of sorts. In a sense. I don't know. That's like a, a very weird way of saying it, but it like gives you the sense of balance and um, that that whole area yeah. gets old. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really been on a small ship like that since I've had my TBI in the military. So yeah. that should be a secondary disability. Getting vertigo while you're on a ship or a boat. I mean, a lot of people get it. This was after you. Like, I can't look at it. I've never been able to like look at a cell phone in a car or like read in a car yeah. and stuff like that, you know? That's so, my work. Yeah. It's just, like, even when I was a kid and like now like roller coaster, like get out of town. That's why I like Disney so much. Cause I'm like, okay, I can, I can do these roller coasters. It's like for children slash me. I love this. It's great. It's fun. Not scary. Yeah. I don't throw out my like, you know, L1, L2 when I, when I go on those roller coasters. So it's like, um, it's it's fun except except though the like drop tower ones like those those still 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 scare me like crazy i went on guardians once well i went with a bunch of 22 year olds and they like grabbed my hand and like put it up in the air (laughs) yeah so my wife used to work at the parks Mm. for like a decade and she opened tower of terror yeah so she used to have to ride it all the damn time and she even said, like, Guardians is way crazier than Tower was. Guardians is way crazier than what Tower, yeah. Tower was. I remember Guardians and I'm like, rocks. this ride is fantastic. It is incredible. It is a masterpiece. I am never freaking going on it again. What's what's literally, aside from the whole visual aesthetic and storyline, what's different between Tower and Terror and Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, Guardians, like you up and down. It depends. Yeah, like, you're just going up down more? No, no, no. It depends. So, it's like, different. it depends yeah. what song you get. So, like, whatever song you get, because it's like, you know, music is like a huge part of that movie and that mm-hmm. franchise. Wait, it is? it's okay remember we have a podcast and we have listeners so sometimes we have to like spoon feed a little bit but anyway um so because of that you know the ride you end up basically getting like a different a different experience every time you go on yeah that's that's hard to know that up and down up and down i think the different shafts were different weren't they on tower oh. terror yeah, that's right. They had different. Yeah, they had Alpha Bravo and Charlie Shaft. Yeah. I think Charlie had more drafts, but okay, that, yeah, yeah. that was like only the the really the only difference. But mm-hmm. uh, Guardians is, is way they changed it. Up. Yeah, so it's like really pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it's whatever the song is. Yeah, it's like she said. It yeah. depends on the song. Like you when we went on, it was. It's like Soul Cycle, but free falling. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun to me. 
it's fun. It's fun because it's like, you know, when it's coming, like if you know the song, you know, it's like, ah, here we go. And you can tell if you pay attention to like rocket and what's happening in the story, you know, it's going to happen, but you're still not ready for it. No. I don't think you're ever ready for a drop, no matter when it's happening. No, and even I'm when like, you're looking down a roller coaster like Goliath at Six Flags, oh, like you see it and you're like, "This is the worst decision I ever made in my life." There's no turning back. And then you can't do anything, <laughs> and then you go down, and you scream. <laughs> so, I used to like when I was like younger, when I was like probably like 16. I used to really enjoy like the mental exercise of calming myself down in situations like that. Like, don't look down. No, no, no. I would look down and I'd be like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like you're strapped in. There's nothing that you can do that's in your control. If hey, what's this goal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, statistically speaking, like if something does happen to you, it's very low risk. And even so, it's still out of your control. So you might as well like enjoy this time, this decision that you made to be on there. And it's like, I liked that. Pro- I liked that like mental exercise when I was younger. Um, that's basically the same me- mental exercise that you take going into combat though. Well, like, I'm not that at all. <laughs> I know, but like, it's, it's yeah. like, you probably would have done really well because it's like, it's, it's the, um, it's the explosive ordinance disposal mentality. Like either I cut the right wire and it's fine, or I cut the wrong wire and suddenly it's not my problem anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, basically. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We brought that here. <laughs> Sorry. No, guys. but I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would have. Um, you never, you never know until you're like, I guess, in the situation. No, you don't. Yeah. But um, if you, if you already understood the process of calming yourself down in that situation, that's really good. A lot of people can't do that. Yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I've definitely had like panic attacks. Like when I got older, I started being, I just became claustrophobic. Like out of nowhere, all of a sudden, you're claustrophobic. You hate being around like super crowded. No, I mean, I knew why it happened. I was in like some scary, like scary, like kind of concert, like um, like trampling situation. Um, like I saw a woman get crushed, and it was like not great. But basically, like she, she's fine. She survived. But like, um, like since, and then I started doing like um scuba diving and that helped a lot but like if we're like in really crowded like spaces like really dense elevators and stuff like i can't like i just like i just like face a corner and i'm just like nobody else is here with you is that now or like always Um, prior prior prior. (laughs) i would say like 30 plus yeah like okay so before before pandemic See, I had a similar experience after 35 with people, but it was more just like, just like people less and less. Yeah, I, I think it's more of annoyance. Yeah, it's annoyance. Yeah. You become <laughs> you just, you just start picking the humans you choose to socialize with. Yeah, like, like people totally start getting senile. Like, that's pretty much where we're going. <laughs> no, but like, I definitely, when I was like 24, my parents took me to Egypt. It was like really cool experience. I oh, did right. not did not enjoy going into the pyramid i was like i hate this this is the worst i can't because i couldn't stand up it was like the first time i'd been in a situation where i couldn't stand up um, and i was like this is the worst it's, and like, yeah yeah that feeling of no control that's what yeah that's yeah it's probably yeah at it's basic it's probably like no control but like no escape like you mm-hmm. can't like there's somebody, there's somebody behind you. There's somebody in front of you. There's like you know, you're kind of bent down. Your head is like in someone's ass and someone else. And then basically, like you go up, you go up. That's and my you nightmares. Yeah, you like don't know. I was how gonna say long. that's maps. It sucks. <laughs> it's 
And MEPS is something different for you than it is for me. <laughs> it's the military entrance processing station, and it's pretty oh. traumatic. It's pretty traumatic too. Oh, it's mechanical electrical plumbing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Is that like like servo motor toilet? and stuff or something no, it's, I don't know. Like, it's just like like for you know making sure you have your, those three drawings like in your drawing set like do we have MEP or MAPS or whatever in there <laughs> yeah but for us it's the military entrance processing station yeah. and, which is basically yeah. like hazing oh, no no, no, no. It's, it's, like, it's, it's a long no. process to make sure you're fit to be physically yeah it's where they find out if you're claustrophobic it's where you find out if you have like panic attacks and stuff like that in situations it's where you have to walk like a duck in your underwear and some old man probably will like squeeze your stuff and make you cough yeah it's 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 very uncomfortable really weird but squatting down being like like knowing not knowing if someone's behind you or for it is a perfect description of that um well anyway I, yeah it's terrible it's really terrible it really is anyways yeah anyway but yeah getting old is really yeah, exactly ninja getting old does suck but it also does not suck you're telling me i just turned 40 so one, of my really, one of my really good friends i hadn't seen him in like a, you know like a year or so since he lives in new york and um he came over with his like new girlfriend who's like quite a bit younger than me and he looks at me and he's like tell me like is your digestive system also like just going to whack and i was like no like what are you talking about i am like are you, are you kidding like i'm a female who's been like you know societally like forced to try to figure out how to lose weight my entire life which means like i have messed with food my entire life i'm not digestively messed up i'm not like a dude that's never had to think about eating and all of a sudden when they're 37 shit hits the fan like no pun intended but i think it's i remember when this happened to my dad i remember when my dad was like I can't eat like burgers and pizza all day. I was like, what's wrong with me? And it's like, no, nobody's at, no one's ever able to do that. This no. <laughs> That's me right now. <laughs> what, it's like, you're learning that you couldn't. Like, have I can't do it. Oh, heartburn. <laughs> I shouldn't, See, I shouldn't I have that. Slice vicariously, vicariously through everyone else. My wife and I now take walks every day. That's good. Nice. That's good. It's, it's just like, but then like normally like a year ago, we'd be running. But like now, just like let's just go for a walk, and I'm like, and we're walking, and I'm like, back into it. It's okay. I'm like, well, I'll still go work out, but we'll still take our evening. It's it's cool because I also keeps away from kids. It's like a little more intimate time. We can actually talk because we're not like forced. There's no phones in front of us. We're forced to have a conversation. So hey, that's how it's it's good. It's good. It's it's actually pretty good. But like as we're walking, we're like, oh, dude, weird. I get confused with this type of stuff. I don't know. I say so dude all the time. I mean, guys, I did not. I did not mean it for. It's a <laughs> I totally got confused. You guys realized you took it there, right? Okay, so you just sure. confused the grunts. It's fine. I'm a pogue. I don't know about being a grunt. <laughs> you're, uh, a you're, I mean, you're you're artillery, right? Yeah. If you're not infantry, you're a you're a pogue. I don't know if that technically is true anymore. I mean, I'm not infantry. You are. <laughs> I'm not infantry, but I've kicked doors down in theater. So am I a pose? Yes. Mm-hmm. Post kick ass too. I'm not saying they don't. Yes. <laughs> a lot. A lot of pogues 
nowadays have done more work than a lot of infantrymen have done now. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, you you can't say someone's not a grunt if they've done grunt stuff. Is that how? Is that how? Is that how the army works? <laughs> Maybe in, in the in the marine. Aren't you all world, riflemen first? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's a bunch of market. We all know how to shoot. That's for sure. But like marines, if you're if you're not an O three, you're a pogue. Doesn't that's matter. Funny. But you, you're still respected. You just can't be called. You're still a grunt. No, in the, in the army, you're you're a grunt if you are combat arms. Okay, so if I was in the army, I'd be a grunt. Yeah, you're a grunt. Okay, cool. Well, I'm not. So, <laughs> in the eyes of any of my marine brethren who are currently listening to this, I am not claiming to be a grunt, nor do I ever mention that I am. I am a pogue. Don't call me so later. Scared, shy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, are, all the are, Marines are fanatical. Grunts are worse. <laughs> so I know. Anyways, we're going back to it. <laughs> going back to the original conversation of like convention and and the whole issue with like <laughs> being public or not and being for kids like. You're you're new to the convention thing, and I'm fairly new to. But I've been going to convention for a minute, but not as like a exhibitor, I guess you would say. Like I've I've been mm-hmm. there, and then I've gone to like as a VIP, but not displaying. So I'll be kicking it with all my friends who are actually exhibiting and setting stuff up, setting stuff down. I I never felt that before. Like a, like a, like there's a difference between people until recently, like between builders. And I, I've come to notice, and and, and Ryan Emmer has mentioned it before that there are some times where there is like a sense of mockers feel like they're um, better than people. Do you get a sense of that? Cause you do, you do mocks. Like, do I get a sense do you, that? Do you see, builders? Do you, do you, yeah. Do you feel that mock builders are, are in a higher level than regular Lego fans? That's kind of like, I don't know. Le- Lego is a hobby. So it's, yeah, it's, it's something that's supposed to be fun. And if you're, if it's something that's stressing you out, then it's, you're obviously approaching it you know, in a way that you probably shouldn't be. Some people like to build sets. Some people like to build mocks. Some people just like to mod stuff. There's not really a wrong way to Lego. Um, If you're confusing likes and follows for talent, that's an entirely different thing. Just because you build sets doesn't mean you don't know what you're doing. You will learn from a set no matter what, whether you're a set builder or a mock builder, you will learn something from a set. It's not like it's not like there's no value in set building. Mm-hmm. And besides, sometimes, you know, it's nice to just shut your brain off and follow instructions, follow orders. Yes. You know, not really think too much about stuff. Sometimes there's sets that just look cool. I have I think I have two or three sets on my shelf that are actual like sets. I mean, a set is someone else's mock technically, so. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It was initially a designer's mock, so all sets are mocks. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I say that is because I did have someone that came up to me and wanted to collab with something. It kind of rubbed me off the wrong way because he was like, you, you download, are you going to build an actual castle? I'm like, yeah, I'm collecting parts to build a real castle. And then he was pretty much saying that he wants to help me build a wall for it to expand on the castle. But he wasn't down to like expand on a on a on a three in one castle. So he automatically like he if if it was a three in one castle. So if I went in that direction, he he didn't want to participate in that. It's still a different part of the hobby. It's like a different challenge. It's like it's a different way of enjoying the hobby. Like I would 
like if it was something that really bothered you about it, you know, and if this was somebody that you like actually want to have a positive relationship with, I would just be like, Hey, it seemed like you were, you know, looking down on like, you know, X, Y, and Z or whatever. Like I would say something about it and then they'll be like, Oh no, no, no. It's just like not how I enjoy it. And it's not what I take pleasure out of the hobby. You know, it's like, we're just fine. Yeah, no, I, I've I've nothing against the dude. Like he's cool. Yeah. Like that's fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't take it too much to offense. Maybe because I was already in that mentality of the whole weekend, where mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what I mean? Like, huh? Okay, <laughs> this was a good icing to the cake to the end of it. As I'm yeah. tearing stuff down, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, so yeah, overall, it was not a positive experience. I got a I got a free Lego. I got. Aside from that, I mean, I, I I made best with with what it was. Like I I enjoyed my time with the, my friends who were there, so mm-hmm. I, that's cool. Like I mm-hmm. had to like build Lego f- with a friend and make a story. Th- that that was like the best part of it. The only thing that mm-hmm. was really missing was what was the public and the kids. And I feel like if that element or if those elements were there, the mm-hmm. other stuff that was kind of like me dwelling upon it wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Cause I wouldn't be focused on it. I'll be more focused on telling the story of what's happening. Like having the kid, like having, cause we had like a little scavenger hunt, like looking for all the stuff, like mm-hmm. explaining how this what ha- happened. Like, I think I would have enjoyed that portion and ignore and, and not even notice the other stuff. And the fact that the, none of this was there or those elements weren't there. I, I could only see what's in front of me, which was that. And I, I picked on, a, I picked up on it quick. I'm like, this is, you know, this is weird. Like, I, I, I don't like this. Like, I don't like this feeling. Did you feel so, like they were like judging you? Like, oh no, I didn't. I didn't was it, was it like was it like being in a sauna with a bunch of guys older than you or something? Yes. Yeah. With no towels. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what I, felt like. I see. That's like, what yeah. I feel like a science competition or like a school competition or something like that versus like. I guess so. Yeah. It just didn't, it didn't feel very welcoming, and, and they were trying to make it that way, and and I get that there it was an attempt to it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was, was like, A-Falls themselves, wasn't it? Yeah, the new guy. You guys realize like A-Falls are usually like socially awkward, like super dope. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, <laughs> Most definitely. I don't think that's a fair assumption to make though. I mean, A-Falls come from, uh, you know, everywhere, you know, you have right it's here. You have- I totally disagree. It's a hobby that requires you to stay inside a lot of the time. And, and like, particularly like, especially if you're like collecting to such a degree, or enjoying to such a degree that you're going to go to conventions. I think it's like, I think it's, it's not look people that I've met there have been really friendly, but there's also been an extreme introverts that the only place that they do have social activity is at these conventions. And which is why that they're so great. And so to be honest, it's like, it's like, Comic-Con. it's like Comic-Con, but it's yeah. also even, but even less so because Comic-Con is even bigger. Right. And so the thing with like these things is like, um, it's also like a hobby that is very good for people with like, you know, who are on the spectrum, who are like all sorts of different degrees of like, um, you know, like mental handicaps because it's therapeutic. And it's like, there's so many right. different, you know, like I, I, every time I go to the Lego store, I always see like um, handicapped adults that obviously like still live with like their parents or their caretakers that are there picking out Lego sets. And they've probably been doing that forever. And it's like, Star Wars sets. Yeah, it's just no like shade. I get it. No, it's like, no. <laughs> no, they're the ones buying Rebel gunships. Yeah. Wow, no. cold blooded. No, but you know what I mean. I don't mean like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, like, I, I get it. I get that. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Like, I don't know. I just think that it's like 
it's not your normal social gathering. It's not going to have like the normal. That's probably fair to say. Social rules and etiquettes, you know, that other standard environments would have. I would guess that people who are not socially awkward would be the outliers in such a situation. Yeah. Well, and then and then the the exactly. the hobbies had a massive influx because of the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. Like the pandemic is the best thing that ever happened to Lego. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're like, what mm-hmm. the? Keep it coming. Wonder. No. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> no. 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 They didn't do this. this start a whole new conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> Lego responsible for COVID. No. <laughs> so, get out in the boxes. So Ezra, like when you. You know, you said you got back into it because your kids and also like because of the pandemic. When stuff with the pandemic is like a hundred percent over, if it ever will be. But in terms of like everything being completely open and safe and stuff, will you stay in the hobby to the same degree? Mm-hmm. Be here forever. I'm I'm yeah. Good. I'm a blockhead. <laughs> Prove it. Blockhead. Nice. <laughs> There's $2,000 of bricks sitting behind me right now. Um, I'm not too proud to buy used. So um, I I saved myself a lot of money going through bulk tables, Facebook buys, um, BrickLink, uh, Mm -hmm. whatever avenue I can get to get what I need without breaking the bank. I almost never buy sets anymore. Mm -hmm. Almost never. Just I said almost <laughs> never. Almost. Almost. <laughs> you, My conscience over there dying me out. I did just buy one set. Oh, just one. Because I had oh. to have it. It's in my backlog. What was it? The boutique hotel. Shy, you saw my Cartagena Corner Garage, didn't you? Or you seen it on Instagram, right? My yeah. Corner Garage yeah. mod? Yeah. Um... So I decided to keep going with that theme, and I've been working on a detective's office mod. Oh, just a little side project. Where's my camera? There we go. Oh, there you go. Ooh, nice. So I'm doing the detective's office. That's fun. But I'm redoing it as a record store and a hair salon. <laughs> yes. That's fun. So I'm adding lots of color and flowers and plants and soda machine out back yes i like that that's cool are you going to use the uh beat bits as like records yeah yes there you go someone's making video ones yes the little yes i love those when i saw those i was like those are perfect for my record store yeah and then i I found one of these in a friend set oh what oh yeah i see Okay. So I, I, I'm a huge fan of friends because I love the ridiculous colors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm a painter by trade. So my job outside of Lego is I'm a painting instructor at one of those wine and paint places. Oh, and, um, so, you know, as an artist, I really appreciate palettes of color and you get some amazing colors from the friend sets that you don't normally see in Lego. Yeah, Um, yeah. like City or even the Modulars. Mm -hmm. And that was my biggest complaint about... Yeah, the Dots are great, too. That was my biggest complaint about the Corner Garage. It's ugly. I mean, it looks like a normal building. It's this ugly... It's this butt-ugly brownstone. (laughs) And it's horrible. So I made mine, like, 
medium azure blue and lime green with Spanish roofs and archways and like flowers cascading yes. off of it. And, and it's awesome. I love it so much. And the best no. part was is every time I took it to a convention, every single Colombian in the room was like, Hey, that's Cartagena. That's the Colombian flag. Are you Colombian? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And they're like, that's so great. I love that you're showing your culture with this. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. And then, so when the boutique hotel came out, I was like, come on. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, so definitely. I, you know, this yeah. thing screams Tecandama to me all over it, which is a very famous waterfall hotel in Colombia. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to mod the shit out of the boutique hotel and make that thing way more colorful. And it doesn't need as much, honestly, like, it doesn't no, mean it as, doesn't. as money changes as like the corner. Like even if you just like put it, like you could see something like that in as is. I think there. Yeah, I think I could drop it in as is to my little Cartagena Caribbean yeah, city, and it work. Yeah. wouldn't even need much. Uh, maybe some balconies and some more flowers, yeah. stuff like that. But like bougainvillea coming down the front. Yes. Yeah, yeah. bougainvillea is like my my jam. I love bougainvillea. Me too. Um, uh, what do you call it? I, I've been working on the the boot and V on the 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 corner garage mod that I did. I even rebricked the little blue truck to make it red, uh, so it would look more like Mater from Cars. Mm-hmm. But since it's Colombian, I call it El Mator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's correct. <laughs> Are you a part of a lug? Do you ever plan to be? Do you ever think about it? Uh, yeah, we'll you know see what? What? I, I joined something once and it was kind of a hassle for six years. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Military side. Okay. So, one of the when I was in Colorado Springs, uh, Den Lug was really yeah. nice. And I thought about it. You have two lugs by you, you have OC and you have. Uh, Long Beach, and they were both at this. The reason why I'm asking is because one, you have Log Bulk, which is cool in a sense. Um, I got I came up on like 200 burps this weekend just because of things. Shout out to OC Log, appreciate you guys. Uh, to add to my city, but it would help many mock builders out there. Because you can get, you have access to a whole new range of pieces that, like, if you were, if you wanted to do something specific and you just happen to run out, you have other inventories to kind of scrape from, if not lug bulk themselves. So and you said you spent like two grand on that ship. Maybe if you wanted to continue with it, you know, I think lugs are a perfect perfect reason uh, i don't know why i'm selling you like a recruiter but like it's it's yeah it's, right devil's advocate so over here right now because i almost i almost, peer pressure peer pressure i already know la lug doesn't want something to do with me because they hate my ass but like oc lug was really pushing pushing hard for like just me trying to be a part of them or ie doesn't matter just being Ooh, part Ty of lug? what tie lug yeah tie lug because like because of that, is yeah, that's all these parts and all that kind of stuff. But the other thing to it is that there's a sense of belonging to something within the Lego group. Which, going back to what Claire's saying, it's like a lot of introverts, a lot of social awkwardness. I mean, like the whole Lego community as a whole, technically, are a bunch of outsiders, right? Technically, in essence, I mean, we're not really. But 
No. There's a sense of belonging being here. Like when you go to a convention, there's like you feel comfortable, you let your guard down because you're in you're, you're, you're you are in your happy space. Right? I I was not, by the way. I enjoyed it. Bricks LA. Uh Brick Fair, Virginia. I had a really great time. Oh. I would never call it my happy space though. I, I would- really enjoyed the Brick Fest. I, I enjoy talking to the people that uh are interested in my art and I enjoy inspiring people. And, you know, so I, I actually really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have also been, to be fair, like it was, I mean, it's still pandemic times. So it was also hard for me to enjoy the public days. Like I didn't, I didn't enjoy being around hundreds of, of people that were unmasked. Like that wasn't fun for me. And then um, this is like a year ago also um, when like Delta was just starting. And then I also like, I, my favorite part about it was just spending time with friends afterwards and beforehand and in the after hours in like smaller group environments. Like that's what I enjoyed about it. Um, But Sans though, he is his happy place. Like he walks around and talks to everybody and stuff. And so that was like really nice. You know, I mean, he's my partner. So like, I, I, you know, it's like when someone enjoys it so much, it's like you enjoy it as well. And like, you know, you enjoy it on their behalf. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that was a lot of my wife's enjoyment of a hobby too. Mm-hmm. And like, I love the hobby. I just like, for me, it's always been, and it's funny because I make YouTube videos and I put it like out on the internet and stuff like that. But for me, it's actually been a very like solitary hobby my entire life. And it's been like a very, and I actually really still like that part about it. I prefer building sets on my own quietly. That's still my favorite thing about the hobby. Um, and like, but the people that I've met have been, they, you know, like they make those social experiences where they, I don't know. I feel like I'm being like, you know, negative Nancy about the convention. I'm really no. trying to be. I don't think so because you're sharing your experience with it. Yeah, so and it was also, also like, your first your first uh, convention ever, wasn't it? It was my first convention ever, and I so, I just yeah. if you do go to a convention, you don't have like if you're not like oh my god, this is my happy place. Like maybe I don't, or it's not my happy place. I don't belong in the Lego community. Like I I don't think you should think that at all. Like it's not my happy place, and I could I don't. There's no other community that I felt like I belonged in more. It's just like, it, it, a way of enjoying the hobby, you know? It could be it could be just the, the experience of your first convention. You might go to another convention and have a much better time. No, I don't think I could have had a better time. I loved it. Like, it was great. Like, I, I had zero stress. I didn't have to, like, present a mock. I was just enjoying it. There was, like, no, like, project deadline aspect of it. I met tons of people. I saw tons of my friends. Like, you know, there was, like, no... It was great. It's just that kind of environment. It's just, I don't, it's just not, it's not my happy place. And I honestly, I cannot tell you what is my happy place. I think it's like staying at home with a Lego set by myself. <laughs> you no, know? See, I, I, I totally understand. I don't really like big groups of people. I don't feel comfortable in big groups of people. Yeah. So like, this was like Pasadena. That was my first convention. Yeah. And like, it was cool and everything. But it was still like it was a lot. To me. Plus, I'm I'm yeah. I'm pretty freaking awkward myself. No, you're not. You're not. Um, I knew you guys prior to meeting you. <laughs> so it's different. Pasadena was my first convention as well. 
Oh, nice. As uh, an exhibitor yeah. and as a fan. Mm-hmm. And I think that looking back on the conventions, I think that I would have felt a lot less comfortable as a fan. And I feel that the barrier I had around me with my art and within my exhibit mm-hmm. is what helped me have the positive experience because I still had my barrier. Like, do you, do you quite literally mean like a physical barrier, like a between yeah. you and everybody? Yeah. So yeah, that was more fun for me. Like, so a couple of our friends, they like were at the star Wars table. So during the public days, I didn't walk around at all. I stayed in the center of like those tables and that was like the only way I was going <laughs> to do it. And yeah, like it was, it was the same for us. We stayed yeah. in our tables. I had at Colorado, I had three eight foot tables that were covered with my mocks. Yeah. And uh, we just stayed in our little bubble for the most part. I mean, you know, like Shai saw at Pasadena, I came out and I mingle and I move around, but generally I would stay in my area. And I think that's what helped keep that yeah. sense of like, this is okay. Yeah, that did that. That did that for me too. I don't, I, maybe it's for me, it's not like a claustrophobia. It's not a social anxiety thing. Like I definitely know I'm not articulating it right because I know that I can't like put like, you know, my finger on it as to like why it's just such a different, it is, Okay, no, I really don't want to be like insulting anyway. So please, like, take take this with a grain of salt. It was the dorkiest thing I've ever done in my life, like by far. Like I've never been to a comic con. I've ne- the conventions I've ever been to were with professional ones, like working backwards, and then um, like I guess like big sports competitions. And then I did like a like a Jewish youth group conventions, and those were super weird. And like I, I don't know why they're just like it, it's it's it, it maybe it was just so abnormal for me. I have I have never been around so many dorks in my life, and I loved that about it. But it was so different for me that I think like I am just like not used to it. And I live in the Bay Area, which is like like it's like Revenge of the Nerds. Like that's like you know, what's happening here. So like, I don't know, I don't know what it was. Like, maybe it's cause I'm like a bit older. Maybe it's cause I'm female, but it's like, if I was like a dude in my early twenties or like, I think it would have, it would have been the best place on earth. Oh, that's wow. so funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I see that. It's so I've done other things like that. And, and the other things that I love, mm-hmm. And I don't think it's, I see how it can be dorky, but it's, we all nerd out about different things. So it doesn't feel like it's dorky, but it's okay to be how to go into the opposite direction of my other stuff. So motorcycles, so um, motorcycle festivals. He's just trying to be cool now. It's, it's, but would you think that's dorky? I mean, it's, it's a bunch of dudes and women who like are really, really geeked out about a motorcycle. Hey, like, yeah, it's just, it's just a question of what's socially acceptable to geek out about. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, because that. fantasy football is just Dungeons and Dragons for sports nerds. Exactly. And then when I go to dance competitions, it's a bunch of people who are dancing stuff like that when other people on the motorcycle will probably call them a bunch of negative stuff for dancing. So, like, in all these, like, little circles that people go in, you know, like... I've never been in one of those circles, though. I've never been in, like, a super intense, like... 
my friends and I are all kind of like, you know, skimming the surface in terms of like our hobbies. Hobby. Like, like super intense. Like, like diving both, into the hobby. Like, like diving the thing that we dive. Yeah. Like I've always yeah. dove into stuff, but like independently of my friends, none of my friends mm-hmm. dive into their hobbies the way that I do. This, these are like mm-hmm. my lifetime friends, you know? And then like my, a lot of them, like the thing that we would dive into is like travel and food and, and that's what we would spend like all our money and time on. And so, mm-hmm. but that is like, I don't know. It's like a very different kind of experience. And I'm not trying to sound like an elitist or anything because I'm thoroughly enjoying this. I just like have never felt like a sense of something new like this in a long time. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. I totally get that. Yeah. I, it's it's you're you're in new waters. You're you're trying to understand the community what it is. You've technically you've already been touching the hobby for a very long time, but like this area of it is like new. new I mean, just just just. I mean, plus being like we saying, in something like that. Like we're saying, a lot of a lot of people. There was like a certain type of person that was into to Lego, you know, like a couple years ago. As opposed to now, a lot more people are into it, so it's like socially it's, Okay, Marvel movies, Marvel right. comic books. They used to be. They used to be. I no used way. to no, get beat up as a kid yeah. in the late eighties and early nineties for liking Captain America. You like Spider Man? What the hell, this guy? <laughs> and now Spider Man: No Way Home, and no spoilers. Um, I haven't seen it yet because I haven't been able to get a sitter for my kids. Right. I have kids, so I have to wait until somebody can watch yeah, the little exactly. buggers. You have extra. <laughs> um, but like. Everywhere you go, you see middle-aged men in Captain America shirts, Iron Man shirts, you know, like, like it is culturally acceptable to love these characters now that were completely unacceptable 25 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. It's yeah. like it's Star Wars too. Same thing. Yeah, like Star Wars like, was the same thing. Oh, you like Star Wars? You're a dork. You're a dork. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely still environments where that's it. There yeah, is, it's but it's happens. it's not like it used to be in the eighties. No, it's not. no, it's not. No. So it's like, it's like, it's like oh, you're a nerd, ha ha ha. That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, As well, like, to, you're a nerd. You can literally ask out. people like, "What's your nerddom?" Yeah. Like, what do you know? And about? everybody knows. Like everybody has their thing. That's funny because yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is still in the shadows. I think. Yeah. God. God. No. <laughs> It's yeah, it's still, it's still a little bit lingering in the dark there. People are like, I don't know about that. It's pushing it too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't but know. I never like, but it's to that, so I wouldn't. Know. I mean, forty k does that count? Forty k counts, right? Man, <laughs> it's the same 40K thing. Forty k is lingering over there in the weirdo yeah. end. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's, it's role playing. But see, but forty k, you have like video games now for the lore, and there's all these books. And stuff. Yeah, but Dungeons and Dragons, you do too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think it's like a combination of like a few things. I think it's like people who are into those things, like growing up and then normalizing them as adults. One, then it's those industries actually having like financial backing to them as to like how they are so powerful, right? So it's like the Hollywood side of things that mm-hmm. basically took what was on comics and like put it on, um, on like you know the silver screen, and then people love to like one up and be honorary about like honorary about things. And so they're like, Oh, well I read the comics or I did I like, you know, gatekeeping in their own way. And they're like, I read the comics or I didn't read the comics or whatever that is, you know, and like people like to one up each other. So that like, obviously like came back into it. And then with like, like with like other dorky things, I think it's just like 
financially lucrative. I think there's like reasons like video games, for example, like those are multi-billion dollar like industries. And so like Pokemon cards when like, yeah, like, and like, (laughs) but like when like money normalizes like a lot of these things, you know what I mean? And I think that's like when the industries become like widespread and like household, I think that's when they're like a little bit less dorky or they're still dorky, but they're like socially acceptable dorky. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, you're a software engineer who works at Facebook who makes like six figures and like you like spend all waking hours not working when you're just playing video games. Oh yeah, that's pretty normal. Yeah, and just like sitting and like smoking weed in front of the TV. Like I remember like if you sounds if, like a good time. Yeah, but like if you were like a kid, I remember like if I was like in high school and there was like a kid, like doesn't matter if they got really good grades, but all they did all day was like exactly that, I'd be like, Oh, so gross. That guy is probably like CEO of some startup, you know, like, and it's now, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like, that's, so it's like changed, you know, it's, that's like, it's, it's kind of just like changed a bit, you know, it's, it's not the finance guy or the doctor that's going to, you know, bring home the big bucks anymore, unfortunately, but no, uh, not, not anymore. Not, not that kind of money, (laughs) not that kind of tech money, but so I think, and that's what I meant by saying like very, it's like very much like revenge of the nerds. It's these like super dorky guys that like, and, and women are all people that basically decided to who were socially like you know maybe outcasts at one point who just like killed it and have done so well financially that they're just like kings and queens of their environments and there's like so many messed up things because of it but there's also a lot of good things because of it but um yeah. it's kind of interesting but it's it's part that part of that is like part of normalizing i think a lot of this like nerdy hobby stuff and then like conventions are kind of a really old style of enjoying hobbies which is kind of interesting it's like everybody getting into a room and being like we like the same thing and it's like that's quite literally all that happens and it's like and let's like hang out and show what we've done and just like talk about it and have events surrounding it and it's like it's it's that's like been around forever and hopefully it'll like you know keep going because it is fun and it is it's a different environment and each of them are different and you can bring your kids or you can't bring your kids. It's like all fun. Or if you like me and you like to like hang out with your friends after and like not do like the big convention stuff, that's like, it's still worth it. Like, you still know, like a you, reunion. Exactly. Like for me, like my favorite thing to do is just like kick it with my friends and like quite literally just that. And like in a small environment, like going to Disneyland with like four of my friends or like going to hang out with shine Ninja in downtown Disney for just a few hours. Like that's my happy place. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, not independent. Oh, I'm about to tear up right now. No, but like independent, oh. Disney, like, like literally sitting and like, like, you know, pulling off the side of the road to like go to in and out, you know, yeah, but Which, Disney's a drive for you, isn't it? Yeah. It's a drive yeah. for us. No, but you know what I mean? No, but I'm just yeah, saying yeah. Like, the concept, like, yes. like these casual interactions, you know, like simple. Um, even like the first time we met up, we didn't even go to Disney. No, we just like went to bricks and minifix. I didn't even buy anything and I had the best time. Like that's my kind that's my happy place and that the Lego community brought that to me, you know? I like fam. Have you gone with like friends, like from the Lego community to those things? Only like, with my kids. My kids and my wife well, my wife's my best friend. Oh well, yeah, that's so, the best. <laughs> um my wife I mean, we sit around and we play video games together, we build Lego together, we hang out with the kids together. Um, we do everything together. So, you know, when I'm sorting, she helps sometimes if she's in the mood to, um, <laughs> but like when I go to BAM, she, I get the kids and my wife and I'm like, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z and they all help. And so I've got this like little sorting crew attacking the tables. Nice. So I just Teamwork found out that there's one in Ontario. Did you know that Angela? 
No, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know there was one in Ontario. I would have been hitting that. Dang. Okay. It's close to you. So Ontario's far from me. No, no, no. For for Ninja, it's close to him. Yeah. yeah Where yeah. are you at, Ninja? Um, it's in like Riverside. Redlands? No, R- Riverside. Oh, you're in Riverside. Like, yeah. Next to Marino Valley. Okay, I know Mo Valley. I'm in Orange County, so I know your I know your area. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm planning on heading up to uh, Lake Arrowhead soon. Oh, okay. In the mountains. Was that an invite or something? What's that? <laughs> Was that an invite? Uh, yeah. Hell, you y'all are invited when I when I move. Come see <laughs> the Lego movie to Arrowhead. Yeah, I'm moving oh, to Lake okay. Arrowhead. Ah, nice. Okay. I thought you were just going there for a trip. No, 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 no. I'm I'm done. I, as soon as my all my VA stuff settles, I am buying a house in Lake Arrowhead. Nice. Okay. I'm done. I've had it with the city. I've had it with the noise. I've had it with the congestion. I've had it with the people. I want to be on the mountain. And the best thing about Lake Arrowhead is four seasons and you yeah. still get Southern California tacos. <laughs> Dang. I never thought of it like that. That's a big deal. Why do you like four seasons? I'm just curious. Like, why is it a thing that people like? I don't understand. I've spent enough time in the damn desert. The oh, desert see, sucks. The, okay, there's the at. desert, and, <laughs> and there's like there's other seasons. Other there's 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 other climates other than those two, though. I have experienced almost all of them. So I lived in Georgia for five years. Uh, I've been to Colorado, where it's like stupid, ridiculous cold. Um, it's not that bad there. It's not that bad. It's just dry. I lived there for like four years. It was like twelve <laughs> degrees. Hey, Colorado. Yeah, Chicago's colder. By the way, oh, Chicago's also a big ass city at sea level, next to a lake that has horrible things in it. Yeah. Oh my god. So, <laughs> no. Okay, I. That's, that's crazy. Growing up in Southern California is really nice because you have. We only have two seasons here. We have summer and not summer. Exactly. <laughs> not <laughs> summer. People don't understand that when I tell them. Like we only get no. It's it's literally season. only you have summer and you have not summer, which is just That's slightly it. colder. Yeah. Except today, where today was like seventy four for some damn reason. I feel so was, weird when I tell people I'm cold. They're like, what, how, what, what's the what's well, the well, temperature? It's cold where I'm at, it's like sixty. Shy, <laughs> shy. When nice. we were in Pasadena, I was telling Brick Huntress that I was cold. Oh, okay, come oh, on. You yeah, can't tell yeah. anybody outside of California that you're no, cold. Like, you Kate, you. Kate has it's been like negative twenty up there. Yeah, that's really insane. Cool. I like no, that's that's extreme. No, the worst I have ever experienced was in Georgia, and I had to go running in twelve degrees. Oh man! And See, Georgia is we're not built like that. Nope. Georgia is damp all the yeah, time. It's, it's either it's either yeah. wet and cold or it's yeah. hot and wet. So is Oregon, so it feels even colder than like, yeah. the temperature is. Yeah, so, like, that wet cold is just... Ugh. That's why, like, like when you go to Palm, Palm Desert or Palm Springs or whatever, and it's, like, 110 degrees, it feel, doesn't feel like it because it's not it's humid. Dry. So it's dry. Yeah. It's dry. Right. But, I, okay, I, so, like, we have here's, the the reason, here's the reason that I like Lake Arrowhead, I okay? I looked at the weather for Lake Arrowhead today. There's mm-hmm. snow on the ground up there, but it was 54 degrees outside and sunny. Yeah. That's Denver, Colorado. Without being Denver, Colorado. No, but I was gonna say there, Denver is cool though because it is it has more sun than like Florida. That so I I will like 
props to Colorado for having like, even though when it's cold, it's like sunny all the time. So, which does make things like quite a bit better. But um, no tacos. No, they have really good tacos. They have really they're good. They're not Southern they're, California tacos. I've heard they're getting up there. Yeah, they're but really good. Can't, they're good. Can't hit the. There's a big community there. They're good. I had the best like Venezuelan food I've ever had in my life in the middle of Colorado. The best sushi I've ever had in the middle of Colorado. That place is landlocked. <laughs> I have a rule about sushi in landlocked states. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter, right? You know, it's flown in from Japan, so it just doesn't matter where it lands, right? It's not. Yeah, like you're... it's all. It's oh. all like uh, yes. fresh, fresh frozen. Yeah. All right. So um, ultimately, we just want to go where we feel comfortable and happy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like Lake Arrowhead because you got all the climates. It's surrounded by trees. It's it's got that small town feel, mm-hmm. um, it but is. it's still you know it's like an hour and a half from my mother in law. It's an hour and a half from my parents. It's an hour is and a half like, from the beach. Is it like a growing community or is it like no. kind of quiet? No. Very quiet. Yeah, yeah my mom actually just thing. moved from up there. It's not growing because it's really hard to commute up and down that mountain. Yeah, it's a resort town. Yeah. yeah, if you work from home or you are stable, it's a great yeah. place. That sounds like Lake Tahoe. You know very similar. Yeah, yeah, very similar to Tahoe. Yeah, or like uh, Reno. Probably closer to Tahoe because Lake Arrowhead is very. It's an artistic community for the most part. Mm-hmm. A lot of old Hollywood types. A lot of Disney artists. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, my friend owns a tattoo shop up there. Also, oh, that's I don't cool. know if he still owns it. Now that I think about it, um, it's it's a very artistic community. Yeah, those and, places, like I love them, and like in my head, I'm like, that's where I want to live. I'm always like so afraid to like buy property there. Do you know what I mean? I just I don't yeah. know why. It's like just from like an investment perspective, but like God, it's just it feels like. That's a different conversation entirely, by the way. It's like I'm not that worried about it because I'm like, give my VA loan, punks. <laughs> well, not that. I think I think like if it's where you want to be and your emotional decision is like so you feel really passionate, then it doesn't matter. It's like this is your yeah, home. It's that's like, true. It's- my wife and I both feel we feel connected to the mountain. That's um, really- yeah, yeah like. That's what it is for a long time. You know, you'll spend a long time in your life trying to look for that community where you feel like you want to put your roots down. And it took us a long time to figure out where that was. And we finally, when we finally started going up the hill, we were like, wow, we really like it here. That was kind of like a big decider for us. I'm really jealous that you've like found that. Like, I feel like I know like shy is also kind of in my boat in the sense of just I was right about 37, 36 when we figured out Arrowhead. So you'll probably figure it out pretty soon too. We'll see. I have no idea. I'm also incredibly indecisive. I've never, this, I realized like very recently I've been in San Francisco for like eight years now. Which part of San Francisco are you in? The crappy part. No, I'm like right in the middle. I'm like right on the border of like the shit river. And like the nice part, so <laughs> yeah, right on the line. Part. I haven't yeah. been up to San Francisco in a few years, but I used to like going up there. Yeah, uh, give us a few years. Just give us a few years to recover. You know, just like don't. My um, my best friend went to UC Berkeley, mm-hmm. and we used to go into town pretty often. But this was years ago. Yeah, it was probably like really fun and beautiful, and like it was. You know, 
Yeah. It was it was before plagues and divisive presidents and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not where I wanted to end it. It would have been nice to end it back on the whole metaphor of finding a place up the mountain. <laughs> well, which, well. <laughs> which which this soldier failed to understand and that during the conversation a different way. So he set me up for failure, Marine. God, you didn't properly outline it. It was the equipment <laughs> malfunction. Ultimately, going back to my original synopsis of the beginning part of this episode is <laughs> everyone's trying to find somewhere where they belong. <laughs> really, that's that's just what it is. Right here. Oh, so where they click. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that, was that was that was cute. That was cute. Wow. And with that note, I'm gonna just roll that music right now because we're just gonna keep talking forever. All right, all right, guys. Bye. Peace. Thanks for having me. I was like, come on, end it right there. End it right there. That was perfect. Stop it. Shut up, Tanker. It was, it was a You're full saying. circle about everything plus a metaphor, and it made sense. <laughs> I could. <just, I> <laughs> well, it's like very much like it, like yeah, like conventions, misfits finding a home and feeling secure.